Shalom and welcome back to a new week with Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Jerusalem where we read you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. I am Harriet and I will be reading for you today, this Sunday, the 6th of February or the 5th of Adar 1. This week we have a new parasha and it's called Tetzaveh and that means you shall command. And a portion from the Torah that we'll be reading today is Exodus or Shemot, chapter 27, verse 20, through chapter 28 and verse 12. Before we start reading the scriptures, please join me in blessing the Lord and thanking Him for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. And now to the reading of the Torah. You shall command the sons of Israel that they bring to you pure olive oil of beaten olives for the light, to cause a lamp to burn continually. In the tent of meeting, outside the parochet, which is before the covenant, Aaron and his sons shall keep it in order from evening to morning before the Lord. It shall be a statute forever throughout their generations on the behalf of the sons of Israel. Bring Aaron, your brother, and his sons with him near to you from among the sons of Israel, that they may minister to me as Kohanim, Aaron, Nadav, and Avihu, Eleazar, and Itamar, Aaron's sons. And you shall make holy garments for Aaron, your brother, for glory and for beauty. You shall speak to all who are wise-hearted, whom I have filled with the spirit of wisdom, that they may make Aaron's garments to sanctify him, that he may minister to me as a Kohen. These are the garments which they shall make, a breastplate, an ephod, a robe, a fitted tunic, a turban, and a sash. They shall make holy garments for Aaron, your brother, and his sons, that he may minister to me as a Kohen. They shall use the gold, and the blue, and the purple, and the scarlet, and the fine linen. They shall make the ephod of gold, blue, purple, scarlet, and fine twined linen, the work of a skillful workman. It shall have two shoulder straps joined to the two ends of it, that it may be joined together. And a skillfully woven band which is on it shall be like its work and of the same piece of gold, blue, purple, scarlet, and fine twined linen. You shall take two onyx stones and engrave on them the names of the sons of Israel, six of their names on the one stone and the names of the six that remain on the other stone in order of their birth. With the work of an engraver in stone, like the engravings of a signet, you shall engrave the two stones according to the names of the sons of Israel. You shall make them to be enclosed in settings of gold. You shall put the two stones on the shoulder straps of the ephod to be stones of memorial for the sons of Israel. Aharon shall bear their names before the Lord on his two shoulders for a memorial. 
That was Exodus 27:20 through 28:12. Now our portion from the prophets, prophets, which today is 1 Kings chapter 22. They continued three years without war between Syria and Israel. In the third year, Jehoshaphat, the king of Yehuda, came down to the king of Israel. The king of Israel said to his servants, You know that Ramoth Gilad is ours, and we do nothing, and do not take it out of the hand of the king of Syria. And he said to Jehoshaphat, Will you go with me to battle to Ramoth Gilad? Jehoshaphat said to the king of Israel, I am as you are, my people as your people, my horses as your horses. And Jehoshaphat said to the king of Israel, Please inquire first for the word of the Lord. Then the king of Israel gathered the prophets together, about four hundred men, and said to them, Should I go against Ramoth Gilad to battle, or should I refrain? They said, Go up, for the Lord will deliver it into the hand of the king. But Jehoshaphat said, Is there not here another prophet of the Lord that we may inquire of him? The king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, There is yet one man by whom we may inquire of, of the Lord, Micaiah the son of Imla, but I hate him, because he does not prophesy good concerning me, but evil. Jehoshaphat said, Do not let the king say so. Then the king of Israel called an officer and said, Quickly, get Micaiah the son of Imla. Now the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat the king of Judah were sitting each on his throne, arrayed in their robes in an open place at the entrance of the gate of Samaria, and all the prophets were prophesying before them. And Zedekiah the son of Hanana made himself horns of iron and said, This is what the Lord says, With these you will push the Syrians until they are consumed. All the prophets prophesied so, saying, Go up to Ramoth Gilad and prosper, for the Lord will deliver it into the hand of the king. Then the messenger who went to call Micaiah said to him, spoke to him, saying, See now, the prophets declare good to the king with one mouth. Please let your word be like the word of one of them, and speak good. But Micaiah said, as the Lord lives, what the Lord says to me, that I will speak. When he had come to the king, the king said to him, Micaiah, shall we go to Ramoth Gilad to battle, or shall we forbear? And he answered him, Go up and prosper, and the Lord will deliver it into the hand of the king. The king said to him, How many times do I have to adjure you that you speak to me nothing but the truth in the name of the Lord? And he said, I saw all Israel scattered on the mountains as sheep that have no shepherd. And the Lord said, These have no master. Let them each return to his house in peace. And the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, Did I not tell you that he would not prophesy good concerning me, but evil? Then he said, Therefore hear the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne and all the host of heaven standing by him on his right hand and on his left. And the Lord said, Who will entice Ahab that he may go up and fall at Ramoth Gilad? One said one thing, and another said another. 
And the spirit came out and stood before the Lord and said, I will entice him. And the Lord said to him, How? He said, I will go out and be, will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. He said, You will entice him, and, he will also, and you will also prevail. Go out and do so. Now therefore, behold, the Lord has put a lying spirit in the mouth of all these your prophets, and the Lord has spoken evil concerning you. Then Zedekiah, the son of Hanana, came near and struck Micaiah on the cheek and said, Which way did the Ruach of the Lord go from me to speak to you? Micaiah said, Behold, you will see on that day when you go into an inner room to hide yourself. The king of Israel said, Take Micaiah and carry him back to Ammon, the governor of the city, and to Joash, the king's son, and say, The king says, Put this fellow in the prison and feed him with bread of affliction and with water of affliction until I come in peace. And Micaiah said, If you return at all in peace, the Lord has not spoken by me. And he said, Listen, all you people. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, the king of Yehuda, went up to Ramoth Gilad. The king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, I will disguise myself and go into the battle, but you put on your robes. The king of Israel disguised himself and went into the battle. Now the king of Syria had commanded the thirty-two captains of his chariot, saying, Do not fight with small nor great, except only with the king of Israel. When the captains of the chariot saw Jehoshaphat, they said, Surely that is the king of Israel, and they came over to fight against him. And Jehoshaphat cried out. When the captains of the chariots saw that it was not the king of Israel, they turned back from pursuing him. But a certain man drew his bow at random and struck the king of Israel between the joints of the armor. Therefore he said to the driver of his chariot, Turn your hand and carry me out of the battle, for I am severely wounded. The battle increased that day, and the king was propped up in his chariot facing the Syrians and died at evening. The blood ran out of the wound in the, to the bottom of the chariot. A cry went throughout the army about the going down of the sun, saying, Every man to his city and every man to his country. So the king died and was brought to Samaria, and they buried the king in Samaria. They washed the chariot by the pool of Samaria, and the dogs licked up his blood, where the prostitutes washed themselves, according to the word of the Lord which he spoke. Now the rest of the acts of Ahab, and all that he did, and the ivory house which he built, and all the cities that he built, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel? So Ahab slept with his fathers, and Ahaziah his son reigned in his place. Jehoshaphat, the son of Asa, began to reign over Yehuda in the fourth year of Ahab, king of Israel. Jehoshaphat was 35 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 25 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Asuba, the daughter of Shilhi. He walked in all the ways of Asa, his father. He did not turn away from it, doing that which was right in the eyes of the Lord. However, the high places were not taken away, and the people still sacrificed and burned incense on the high places.
Jehoshaphat made peace with the king of Israel. The rest of the acts of Jehoshaphat and his might that he showed and how he fought, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Yehuda? The remnant of the Sodomites that remained in the days of his father Asa, he put away out of the land. Now there was no king in Edom. A deputy served as king. Jehoshaphat made ships for Tashish to go to Ophir for gold, but they did not go, for the ships wrecked at Etzion Geva. Then Ahaziah the son of Ahav said to Jehoshaphat, Let my servants go with your servants in the ships. But Jehoshaphat was not willing. And Jehoshaphat slept with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in his father David's city. And Jehoram, his son, reigned in his place. Ahaziah, the son of Ahab, began to reign over Israel in Samaria in the seventeenth year of Jehoshaphat, king of Yehuda, And he reigned two years over Israel. He did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord and walked in the way of his fathers, and in the way of his mother, and in the way of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, in which he made Israel to sin. He served Baal and worshipped him, and provoked the Lord, the God of Israel, to anger in all the ways that his father had done so. That was First Kings, chapter 22, and that concludes our reading of that book. Tomorrow we will start on 2 Kings. Now our portion from the writings where we today will read Psalm 113. Hallelujah! Praise you servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forward and forevermore. From the rising of the sun to its going down, the name of the Lord is to be praised. The Lord is high above all nations, his glory above the heavens. Who is like the Lord our God, who has his seat on high, who stoops down to see in heaven and in the earth? He raises up the poor out of the dust and lifts up the needy from the ash heap, that he may set him with princes, even with the princes of his people. He settles the barren woman in her home, as a joyful mother of children. Hallelujah. That was Psalm 113. Now our final portion of scripture reading for today is from the Apostolic Writings, and we'll be reading John or Yohanan, chapter 7, verses 25 through 53. Therefore some of them of Jerusalem said, Is this not he whom they seek to kill? And behold, he speaks openly, and they say nothing to him. Can it be that the rulers indeed know that this is truly the Mashiach? However, we know where this man comes from, but when the Mashiach comes, no one will know where he comes from. Yeshua therefore cried out in the temple, teaching and saying, you both know me and know where I am from. I have not come of myself, but he who sent me is true, whom you do not know. I know him because I am from him and he sent me. Therefore they sought to take him, but no one laid a hand on him because his hour had not yet come. 
But of the multitude, many believed in him, and they said, When the Messiah comes, he will not do more signs than this that this man has done, will he? The Pharisees heard the multitude murmuring these things concerning him, and the chief Kohanim and the Pharisees sent officers to arrest him. Then Yeshua said, I will be with you a little while longer. Then I go to him who sent me. You will seek me and will not find me. You cannot come where I am. The Judeans therefore said among themselves, Where will this man go that we cannot find him? Will he go to the diaspora among the Greeks and teach the Greeks? What is this word that he said, You will seek me and will not find me, and where I am you cannot come? Now on the last and greatest day of the feast, Yeshua stood and cried out, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, from within him will flow rivers of living water. But he said this about the Ruach, which those believing in him were to receive. For the Ruach HaKodesh was not yet given, because Yeshua was not yet glorified. Therefore, many of the multitude, when they heard these words, said, This is truly a prophet. Others said, This is the Mashiach. But some said, What? Does the Mashiach come out of Galil? Has not the scripture said that the Mashiach comes of the offspring of David and from Bethlehem, the village where David was? So a division arose in the multitude because of him. Now some of them would have arrested him, but no one laid hands on him. The officers therefore came to the chief Kohanim and Pharisees, and they said to them, Why did you not bring him? The officers answered, No man ever spoke like this man. The Pharisees therefore answered them, You are not also led astray, are you? Have any of the rulers believed in him, or of the Pharisees? But this multitude that does not know the Torah is cursed. Nicodemus, he who came to him by night, being one of them, said to them, Does our Torah judge a man unless it first hears from him personally and knows what he does? They answered him, Are you also from Galil? Search and see that no prophet has arisen out of Galil. And everyone went to his own house. That was Yohanan or John 7, 25 through 53. If you are reading through the Apostolic Scriptures or the New Testament twice this cycle, you would also read 2 Timothy chapter 3 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I wish you all a Shavuot Tov, a blessed new week. Shalom from Yerushalayim. Until next time.